A conversation can change the way you think, how you feel, or even what you believe. So no matter what it's about, any conversation is not for nothing. Hello and welcome to Not For Nothing. I'm Kyle Leon Henderson and today I want to tell you my pronouns are he and him. And I am sitting with a friend, Kyle Griswold, who I met in my humanitarian work. Hello, Kyle. Hi there. How's it going? I'm good. And what are your preferred pronouns? My preferred pronouns are he, him, his. Thank you so much he for asking. Perfect. That's something I'm starting. I haven't been I doing like that, that on the podcast, but I thought Pride Month is a good time to start. As good a time as any. Educating the people. Because I got people who listen to um, this show who need to know that pronouns matter. And visibility matters. Absolutely. And being thoughtful of other people's pronouns matters. It takes such a huge weight off of any any person who doesn't identify, you know, as cisgender as that. To to not have to, like, start that conversation or open that conversation. Well, and I... I, it sort of was introduced to me at a point when I was audi- auditioning, not auditioning, uh, applying for a job. Um, okay. And two cis straight women mm-hmm. were interviewing me over the phone and they were like, hi, my name's Amanda and are my pronouns are she, her. Mm-hmm. And the other one was like, hi, I'm Brittany. My pronouns are she, her. What are your preferred pronouns? Yeah. And it was like, we were all cisgendered. But yeah. it was becoming commonplace, even among oh, cisgendered people. I just love people, hearing that. That's that beautiful. I was just like... I think that's appropriate, and I like that. Yeah. I like that that does it. Because, I mean, it was a phone interview. Like, if you think practically, even for, mm-hmm. you know, a conservative standpoint, like, people call me ma'am on the phone all the time. And I'm like, my preferred pronouns are he, him. So. You just got to drop it down and not do I'm like, I'm a man. But, you know, so it's like, I get that all the time, forever. And I'm like, I, to the point when I was much, much younger, I wanted mm-hmm. to smoke. To oh, deepen wow. my voice. So just because it was so, but that's a whole like, wow. that's a whole like self-conscious, like you that's know, a whole. We all go through our things. Self-hatred that we were ingrained We all with. go through our things. So. I'm surprised I didn't think of that when I, <laughs> like I, I smoked for completely different reasons <laughs> that were not related to deepening my voice, which I also right. wanted very much to do. So, so. For, the, for the audience, I want yes. I, I to come back to it later because I okay. want to go into how you and I know each other a little bit. Sure. But. But for the audience um, to know, you are transgender male. I sure am. That's me. And that's fantastic. Thanks. I, love I think that. you're fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. Oh like, my God. Isn't I, this great? Yeah. So we met because everybody knows I was doing vaccination at Dodger Stadium. Yep. Like, I don't usually talk about my day jobs here. I talk about I'm an actor, I'm a podcast host. Right. But then when I, like, when I worked for Starbucks, I was like, I work for the world's most popular coffee shop chain. And then that was it, you know, that was, that was subjective. So I can't get in trouble, but I'm like, I'm vaccinating. I'm working for core. I'm working for Sean Penn. Absolutely. We're doing God's work. We're doing our best (laughs) to do good work and the um, work that needs to be done. We're doing Dolly's work. We only did Moderna. There there we We go. We only did Moderna. We really only did Moderna, actually, if you think about it. Well, there was those two days with Johnson We don't talk about those days. Those days were, that was a rough day. We don't talk about those days. (laughs) (laughs) That was a rough day. That was a hard one. Um, oh man! But yeah, you, I, I will, I. Okay, so this is one I don't usually drink while I'm doing a podcast. Oh, so. I feel so honored. <laughs> and we, you, you and I bonded 
because I was talking to someone else and I just met your roommates and I was going to tell your roommates this, but I forgot to, That's okay. um, I was talking to somebody else about whiskey and mm. you like perked up like a hound dog when it came to talking about yes. whiskey. Well, and, and yes. you're cause I had was talking about how I just discovered Jack Daniels, honey, Tennessee mm. honey. Yep. And you were like, have you ever tried Jeremiah weed? And I'm like, because it's fantastic. Do tell. And you're like, it's root beer whiskey. And I was like, what? And we just started bonding over yeah. that. And then after we kind of got to know each other those first few days, they started putting us together all the time. And then, yeah. and then we got to be known as the Kyles and yeah. you know, it was a whole thing. The, um, so my car got invaded with bees. <laughs> yes. Like you're thinking at home five or six bees, right. a handful of bees. Mm-hmm. I am talking about, I couldn't see out my back windshield. I'm talking about thousands of bees on my car. Well, and it's just so funny because I was like, why would it be you? Why would it be me? I was also wondering why would it be me when I walked out and saw a cloud of bees surrounding like, my car. You're, um, it looked like it reminded me of those those like Ripley's Believe It or Not yeah, things right? where where the men have like beards of, of bees. bees. Your I'm so thankful. Your whole back window was, it was covered all, in bees. Like, it, was it was all covered. bees. They had to call a beekeeper. I had to yeah. leave my car overnight. And I did a a documentary on beekeeping in mm. college. Oh, really? I did. Yeah, like I was I researched beekeepers. Okay. And so I have like a deep respect for bees and bee colonies and this and that. Absolutely. And, and I was like. Everybody was like, are you okay? Are you okay? I was like, did they save the colony? <laughs> they did. And in you're case like, they the, did. In, in case the listener is wondering, they did save the they colony. They got the queen and they yep. got her into a box and yep. they're they're thriving. They're okay, yeah. Because that's a real problem in in, um, yeah. in climate change. No, the for bee, sure. Bee, co- bee population They're is losing dwindling. their bees. That's the first thing that our fire captain, Kathy, said to us. She oh, was Kathy. like, oh, we love Kathy. I <laughs> love her so much. Did, were you there for the day that she broke? Like, well, she didn't break dance, but she got real, real close. She got real, I real low. I did not see asked us all to have a dance competition uh and one person from each zone came over and and danced and at the end she she didn't no i didn't do it look at me (laughs) i I can't dance i I, I, you are so good at so many things i've never seen you just trying to flatter it's because you won't and and i'm just like i don't picture you don't want to Mm-mm. No, because um, I think I, I think I remember one day I made fun of you for because your, your lack of splits. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You did. We were stretching. <laughs> it was because I just like sewed my pants and I very wasn't much. Like I was trying very. I was trying to alter my own pants and I was not confident in the end scene that <laughs> well, I sewed. And, like, there was one guy. I forget. Was it Brett? He was all the way down. He it was, was not Brett. I think it was Tim. Who's le- but who's leading the thing? Was it Tim leading? Oh it? no no no! It was Brett leading it. Yeah, Brett was leading it, and then Tim, Tim got was all like, the way down. Tim was like nose to the. But see, and me and uh, me and James Jobs. I don't know if you remember him. He, uh, we were just standing there watching you stretch. So I'm like, look at Kyle not doing the splits, and everybody's like, look at Kyle just standing there like one of the mean girls. And you know what? It so. really, it really stretched though. That was an actual, honest to god stretch. Is the other thing. Well, I'm not flexible either. I'm, I well, do yoga, but better. I like do yoga for a while, and then I fall away, and then I do mm. yoga for a while, and now I'm at my worst. I can't. Mm. I need to get back into it. But, um, but yeah, we were, we were at what I lovingly refer to as the summer camp of Dodgers vaccination site. Absolutely. Because Absolutely. everybody was fast friends. They it was were so nice. It was so much what fun. What a great place to work. It was nice. And I you liked got it. to like, you got to feel like you were doing something very good and beneficial, but also right. you got to pay your rent and mm-hmm. it was like, I get yeah. a place to live and I get to feel like I'm helping well, society. And I'm at San Fernando park now up in the Valley. Mm. 
because Dodgers closed eventually. It did, and unfortunately. I keep talking. There's five of us from from Dodgers. Oh, there. really? Yeah. There's me. I don't. I didn't know any of them before I okay. went. There was me and a girl named Monique, and um, well, I did know Michael. Michael Butterworth. Which I, I was Michael. like, is that your real name, Butterworth? Yeah. Like, Wild. Mrs. Butterworth? Are you like in the fortune? And he's like, no, not at all. So um, he's upset about it. He's salty. I would be upset about it, but you know, that's a that's fortune. Me. Um, but then there's Josh and Walker, and we're okay. all there, and we all sort of talk about the perks we got for working at Dodgers that yeah. no one else got. Wait, what? Like, what kind of perks? Well, like Ellen DeGeneres. Brought us pancakes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we got beignet trucks. Yeah. Oh, and, that was great. That was a good um, time. Those $350 puffy vests that said coral. Oh, my God. I still have mine. They I'm not, they're heated. Yeah, they're In heated. Case, they're heated and... Um, the heater, the battery pack that powers it, charges it your phone. Char- serves as a charger. <laughs> I mean... So nobody else got those. And everybody's yeah. like, you got that at Dodgers? And I was like, it wasn't that great. <laughs> and I'm like... It was kind of the Cadillac of experiences yeah. <laughs> for humanitarian you, work. Yeah, I mean, so, it was a great experience. Yeah. I definitely Well, think. and you and I had talked about, because I'd never tried this sarsaparilla whiskey. So we're finally giving and you a And today's day one. And today's I get thoughts. Loose, I love it. Excellent. That's I, everything I, I love like, to hear. Everywhere, every time I see, like I'll go to a restaurant or like just like a, a sandwich shop, a deli anywhere, mm-hmm. and I see Bark's Fruit Beer. Yeah. On the, I'm like, well, we're getting root beer today. That's it. I yeah, love root beer. Root beer is a great day. And sarsapar- well, And if anyone who doesn't know, sarsaparilla is the ingredient in soda mm-hmm. that makes it root beer. Yep. So sarsaparilla whiskey makes it root beer whiskey. It for sure does. And, and it's delicious. It's delicious. Yeah. So. Yeah. My roommate and I, my roommate happened upon it. It's called Jeremiah Weed. Uh, a strangely delicious libation of whiskey spices, the curious sarsaparilla whiskey. And that's too long, so we just call it Jeremiah Weed. But they mm-hmm. have other flavors. Anyway, we did a tasting because we found out that it was going off the shelves in California. Oh, my God. So we, we tried Uncle Bob's Root Beer Whiskey. It was also very good, in mm-hmm. case you were wondering. And that's and available on the shelves. That is available okay. on the shelves. Well, I might and have to try Uncle Bob's You first. might have to try Uncle Bob's. And then um, there's uh, Root Beer Moonshine. Whew. That was See, delicious. In my hometown, it may or may not be true that the people in my hometown still get the moonshine from the nuns at the at the convent. Do you just keep telling me stories about your hometown? Dude, and I, keep I just about keep bug tussle, and it's and just I like, just keep losing my mind. Like every, I'm I'm literally imagining Looney Tune characters running around your hometown doing this shit. I know people who. Remind me of Foghorn Leghorn. Oh and my god! I'm not gonna say any more than that. But anybody from Bug Tussle listening, knows. well, know who. <laughs> okay, know. We're off there. You have to tell me though, because we'll I, exactly I need names. Who, okay. Yeah, I'll give you names. I'm off not the from air. Bug Tussle, so I don't. No, know you don't. Them. You don't know anybody. I'll tell. I've told a lot of stories that we'll never see this this podcast. But um, but yeah. So that sounds good. The the moonshine. Yeah, the moonshine. So. Uh, I want to say it's sugar. I can check, but. Um, that was, that was delicious. So we did basically run where we did what I'm doing with Kyle now, mm-hmm. where we had them, uh, sipping over ice, yep. just, you know, just on mm-hmm. the rocks. Uh, and then we had them with Coke Yep. and then we had them over vanilla ice cream for See, a float situation. We are, we've, we've done the sarsaparilla whiskey on the rocks yep. now we're mixing, mixing it with Coke and yep. I'm like, okay. So, but that being said, I don't usually drink this much. Oh, on... I'm so sorry. We can do water in between. For no, no, sure. no. I'm in, I'm in no need. I'm in okay. no mood to slow down. Excellent. That's how I <laughs> feel too. Saying, if I start slurring on this podcast, we can, we're just going to keep, you can going. edit that out, right? You can edit that out. I, well, 
I I don't I, I don't <laughs> like editing. I hate you editing. You don't edit. So that. I'm like, we'll get to an hour, and I'll be like, Whoops. you're gonna have to stop your story there because we're done. <laughs> like I'm not editing okay. this thing. Did you start a timer at the <laughs> beginning? I because timer I have right no here. idea. Okay, right cool, 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 cool. Um, but no. So yeah. So you and I really we got to be good friends at Dodgers. Yes, we did. And um, and I I'd been wanting to have you on the podcast because I do. I, to be real a little bit, I do think of people where I come from mm-hmm. when I think about what to do about this podcast. So, like, people where I come from, they they bury their dead, and then they go about their mm-hmm. lives, and then they, like, bury tamp down their feelings for the rest of their time, and then maybe drink, or maybe do this, or maybe... They won't, you know, they won't go to therapy or any right. of that. So, I did episodes about grief or this right. and that, and, like... Last week, I said the F word on this podcast for the first time. Oh, no. Because I let them know they effed me up. The hometown people. I'm like, y'all's homophobia really screwed me up. Yeah, it often does. And, um, but then I, I'd, I'd met you and I've, and you're not the first trans person I know, but like being from Bug Tussle, I'm I don't, so disappointed. I don't know. Any, <laughs> <you're> the, <laughs> I love to be everyone's first. I collect it like cards. Well, I mean, if that is important to you, then you definitely are my favorite. Yes. Okay. That's that's so much better. Yeah. You're my favorite. That's so much Um, better. Well, and that's, and that's something somebody got really mad at me. I'm going to write that in my diary tonight. I love that. I'm Kyle's favorite. Listen, you better stop because (laughs) we're getting almost, I'm getting like the, the fumes of alcohol just enough Mm, to tell you, do you want to tell you the truth? The, the damn truth. Like the reason that you're well known in my circle of friends is because I had a bit of a crush on you when I met you. Like literally like to a point of like, I don't like this. Kyle, that you're so is, sweet. <laughs> I did. I was like, wow, he's so funny and Aww. so cute. And so, like, yeah. Thank you. I don't ever talk about stuff like that on the podcast. See, I'm getting a little sweaty now. Well, you can, <laughs> you can, you can edit it out if you want. You don't I don't want to, to because Aww, you I want did. everyone to know. I want everybody to know that, like, you're like. I think I'm so blushing nice. right now. Am I blushing for the audience at home? Blushing. I think I'm you blushing. Bl- it's fine. But it's you're fine. like the nicest person in North America. I don't think that's true <laughs> at all. You're I definitely... So Dolly Parton nice. lives in North America. Don't that's you true. slander her that's like true. that. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> don't you slander her like that. I should say a prayer to Dolly before every episode <laughs> because she is my God. Um, um, but yeah, so that Thank was, you for sharing that with that. me. Like, I, I just immediately, I was like, this is... Such a, a charismatic, fun, mm-hmm. loving, oh hilarious person Don't to make be me around. Blush. <laughs> no, because I can't be the only one at this table blushing. Right. <laughs> well, you, you understand. Well, and that was, and that's the truth. And that's you know, I um, I like I I was like I I just kept finding reasons to be like hello. Aww. <laughs> I'm like, but do you remember how? I mean, we dress like you and I look very different than the way we dress at our core sites. Right now, currently? Yes. Yeah. I'm wearing shorts. You've seen my legs for I'm the first time. Shorts. I've seen your legs for the first time. Yeah. Isn't it funny so. how, like, they're, like, I mean, I look like two different people were stitched together. Right. That. Well, that's what I said, too. <laughs> I was like, I'm the Frankenstein monster because of all these tan lines yeah, we got out absolutely. of Yeah, absolutely. Yep. But, um, but, yeah, we were just dressed in, like, joggers and hobo sheep oh, yeah. vests and just, Very like. LA of us. And so we were all just, like, out there doing good work and yeah. getting to know one another. And, like, there were people that we didn't even know what their faces looked like because we wore masks. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Realtalk.com, we followed the CDC's guidelines. We are maskless because we're both fully vaccinated with Moderna. Woo! So, um, but yeah, that's how we got to become, but me, you know, being summer campy, and that's what I mean. You mm. get a crush on somebody, you do your Aww. thing, you let, you make your friends, and then you never see them again. Yeah, but I'm I like, don't want that to happen. I don't want that to happen, but like that whole thing, we we kept kind of hanging out at sight and everything, and we got mm. to be real friends. So now Yay, we're I love that. hanging out. Yes. So... Yes, Kyle's at my apartment. Um, I'm very self-conscious of how I did not clean. Oh, but, really? No, um, no, no. This is not dirty at all. This is you know we're doing our nice. best. Well, we recently had a party, so we recently cleaned up did after you really? the party. Yeah, it was our I need first to have a party. It was our fir- yeah. I'm waiting for my invite. Um, no, it was our first <laughs> post-COVID party. Um, with like our friends who are fully vaccinated. Well, and it was I, like six people. It was not like it was a yeah, ranger. like the yeah. I mean parties. Party's a relative term. Like, yeah. I need to have some people over because my mom and my aunt are coming into town next week. Okay. And you're going to want to drink after that? No. <laughs> I'm, I'm projecting. I'm so sorry. No, no, I'm just no. Projecting. Like, my mother and I are like super close. Oh, that's so and sweet. We, she'll be so mad. We drink together and mm. like we have a good time. Excellent. And she loves meeting my friends and my aunt, especially. My aunt, okay, so I'll just go through. There, my aunt is ever the listeners know my aunt because okay. she was on the grief episode and okay. she's going to be on another episode because my aunt, she lost her son when she when oh. he was 18 to a car in a car crash. Oh my, and that really kind of like forced her to make a choice of go in or stay out, and she right. stayed out. And I'm like, if she goes in, she'll never come back. Right. Because that, how do you deal with that? So she's my crazy aunt, okay, love her, we love that. Um, but she's the crazy aunt who's like, hey. <laughs> That's how she talks. She's oh. deep, raspy, smoky voice. Okay. Love it. And I'm like, the world needs to see her. Absolutely. So I'm thinking like, maybe I should have some people over and like you just should. hang out with my mom at my Do new it. Apartment. That sounds great. But, um, but yeah, like you've got a great place. You've got some mid-century moderns. You've got, you've got, I see a All very nice coffee grinder. this is the work of my grinder. roommate. Although, uh, so the coffee grinder is my roommate. I built the coffee Table, the coffee bar, the coffee stand. I the like the cinder block in one platform. Well, listen, I went to get this exact setup. Oh yeah, from IKEA. Okay, they were sold out. Uh, so I'm maybe so I should just go to Home Depot. Yeah, and get it was your not. Setup. It was not that expensive <laughs> at all. No, uh, cinder blocks are less but, than a dollar each. So. so we are in Pride Month. Yes, we are. How do how do you feel about that? Right on the top, I'm like, because let me let me make my observations. Do it. I'm staring at a at a picture of a, a rainbow on your refrigerator. To be clear, it's a shark with a mustache in a tuxedo with a rainbow behind it. You need to get with the, the spotlight on him. all of the details. That's true. So, and then I, I did go to the bathroom and there is a California flag mm-hmm. with the rainbow flag at the bottom. So, yeah. Pride so you know the normal, you know the normal California flag is just mm-hmm. the red. So where yeah. the red would be, it's the rainbow. Oh, I, I guess I didn't know that that was red at the bottom. I think it was all white. No, I, no, 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 no. So I'm very new. No, I'm no, no, it's new. okay. It's okay. So I so feel like California, everyone has like is. a, yeah, I feel like everyone has a state flag. So California's, yeah. it has the bear and the, yeah. the star, and then it has like red at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And the red has been replaced by like, like a that. rainbow. So that those observations have led me to wonder, how important is pride to you? Um, I think it's super important. I think I, so I came out, I've come out... <laughs> Two slash three times, um, really? in so, my life, and that—that's something I want to introduce a few things. Can I? Can I use sure. you? Can I use you as a buffer to? Yeah, introduce absolutely. A few things? So first thing, like I find it fascinating that I do not know your dead name. Yes, and 
For the listeners, do you want to explain dead name? Sure. So a dead name is the name that you're given on your birth certificate. And much like your gender, it can be discarded. Mm -hmm. So when that, you know, when you find your new gender, you oftentimes will find Mm -hmm. a new name. Um, for what trans is your, people, you being trans name. And you're yes. Kyle. What, what is your Kyle. relationship to your dead name? Before, I, you, before you even say your dead name, or if you want to say your dead name, I don't... That's your... Yeah, That's sure. your jam. But so, what is your relationship to your dead name? So it's it's a little... I So mm, this requires a, a little bit of a longer... Is that okay? Yeah, let's do it. Longer, okay, so my relationship with my dead name, my dead identity, if you mm-hmm. will... It's a little bit different than some trans people in that because I was an athlete, Mm -hmm. it's on the interweb. It's on, I mean, like I, I, my, my freshman year, um, I was lucky enough to pitch against Florida state Oh, and that was on ESPN. And so like all of that. So you're like, is on the internet is on like, can be found. Yeah. There's videos of of you on YouTube. Yeah. Pitching against Florida State. Yes. Yeah. Pictures of me with long hair. They Really? You know, yeah. And they had like the caption that has like, um, you know, your, your name and uh-huh. everything. And then also if you go to my school's roster, mm-hmm. it'll show you like if you go to the roster that year, right. they didn't backtrack and update that. Yeah. It's my dead name and then the name that I the year that I changed. Is that my common name, that they would would go back and You know, honestly update? there aren't enough trans athletes for me to know. Which is upsetting. Right. Like, I mean it's so not upsetting, a, but, but that's it's, something that trans people would be thinking about that yeah. other people wouldn't be thinking about. Right. Like I know you who you are. I've never Googled you. I follow you on Instagram yeah. and that's all I know. And like that's it. Yeah. And so I wouldn't think to like Deep dive, like I don't even. Know. I mean, like, I hope I would people know. don't deep dive on me. But I guess, I guess what I'm saying is because but, of. But that is something that might be something. Well, it exists, that, yeah. and, and then also, softball was such a part, a huge part of my life mm-hmm. that I, the most trans men will have the option to go stealth, which for the listeners at home that may not know that mm-hmm. is when you do not reveal to anyone in your immediate circle that you are trans. Mm-hmm. You just you know, present as your authentic self a hundred percent of the right. time. And it's not like when you're speaking with coworkers or anything, they need to know what's in your pants. Mm-hmm. So oftentimes they don't. And, um, I've gotten to the point in my transition where if I wanted to go stealth, I think that I a hundred percent could, Yeah, but I wouldn't want to give up softball. Right. So for me going stealth would require when I talk about like my college years, which are not that far away. Mm-hmm. When I talk about that, it would require me to lie and say I played baseball or to completely omit that I was an athlete. Just you went you went to college at this college. Right. And here I am today right. with this degree. Yes. And that's it. Without yes. any of the accomplishments. Well, yeah. And, and like my degree, I minored in LGBTQ studies. Yeah. And that always makes people ask, well, why did you do that? Which, right. you know, I wish they like, wouldn't. Why, because... why, is, why is that like a weird yeah, thing? Yeah, right. Like if, if you minored in like coffin building, maybe it'd be like, well, There's why a did story you? Yeah, there. right, right. But like, I'm like, yeah. why not? Yeah, like no. people ma- major in women's studies all the Absolutely. time. Absolutely, major in African American studies. Absolutely. Like, why does it, Native American why do you studies? Need a deeper explanation yeah. for majoring in a deeper knowledge of a marginalized group. Exactly. So I mean, I but but I, oftentimes but that, maybe do. that's just me. I'm enlightened. No, I mean, <laughs> so. I mean, it's this. It's the struggle of being enlightened that you right, have to deal with exactly. these questions. Um, no, so for me, things like my dead name, I mean, they don't, I don't, so I won't say it. I don't often like saying it. It feels mm-hmm. weird for me. Yeah. Um, as it does for most trans people. And again, I don't want you to say it 
Like, I'm not asking you to say it. How do you feel about people in your life knowing about it? Oh, that's an interesting question. Like, 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 I don't know your dead name. How do you feel about me knowing your dead name as a new friend? And oh. it's like, we're getting to be good friends. Yeah. Do you, like, would it make you, mil- like, these are, like, again, don't say your dead name. Okay. In these questions. I so it's okay. Um, <laughs> like, I don't want to, I don't want you, I don't want anybody to think that I'm like angling, but like, how would it make you feel if I asked you your dead name and how would it make you feel to, to sort of dig deeper? Yeah. So, I mean, I never really know what to say mm-hmm. when people ask, cause I literally yesterday, uh, the person that I was riding mm-hmm. in the car with, it came up that I was trans through yeah. softball. And oh wow! Like, yeah, because we we work with people we work that with we don't people, really know, and like, and you're stuck in a car with eight hours yeah. for them, so you're gonna talk to them because otherwise, like, I don't have a playlist that runs eight hours. Right. I don't know if you do. Yeah, I. But it's I not could. just carpool karaoke the but entire time. But it's just time. all Dolly Parton. Okay, so. I mean, I would listen to eight hours of Dolly Parton. She's got over seventy albums. I'm so. God, she's so <laughs> impressive. Every time you speak about her, I'm like, wow, I really need like, to give I really more credit to, to Dolly like, Parton. Calm the hell down. Do you? Like, I don't really, think you do. I really do. Like, I don't I, think you do. I showed someone a video of Dolly Parton yesterday at work. As you should. Have, have you seen her her song she wrote for COVID nineteen? No, but oh my I God. clearly I'll show need you, to I'll now. show you after. Okay, this. after it, this. Like it'll make you cry. Okay. but you know whatever. We like pause. I come back and I'm like, that was the most <laughs> beautiful so thing. <laughs> it's called, well, and for the listeners, it's called when life gets good again. Oh, and it's just like I. Ball, like I tear I up every her. time I see it. So I love her. But anyway, continue. Yeah. So it came up that oh, you. Oh yeah. Were, so it came up just trans. yesterday, and someone else asked me my name, and that's like a very common uh, question for trans mm-hmm. people. And as a trans person, so a, wait, they asked you your dead name, mm-hmm. but what did they? Say? How did they phrase that question? They say, "Wait, so what was your name before?" And, and is that's that, the, is that that's, offensive to you? Like, is does that trigger something, or is that like because that seems pretty, like. That seems pretty benign. Like, it seems fairly neutral, the way so, you said it, me hearing it not as a trans person. Right. Does it register to you as neutral? Like, what was your name before? I would say... Or is that... I would say it's neutral to offensive. Yeah. I think it definitely def- depends on the trans person. So, neutral um, in the fact that, like, they didn't misjudge, because that was your name before, but it's your dead name. But it right. is a little intrusive, I would think, if they to said, ask you, because that's like... I don't know. It's just like asking something like something that is not your business. Yeah. Like that, that well, I see it, that. It, yeah. So it's a little bit like that. And it's also like, well, you know, my name now, why mm-hmm. do you need to know right. something Wh- that you're not going to call me? And, and I mm-hmm. think, and maybe this is just me, but in my head, one of the reasons why I don't share my dead name. So you don't, you I principally don't share my, do not I principally share my name. Do so not share I, my dead unless name. I so and Which, pe- unless I people betray you by go Googling, do, people, unless I do my own digging, you you'll could never absolutely share that do with your me. own. Do- and that and, and and that's the thing. Like I don't, and that's why I kept saying, "Don't tell me your dead name." Like yeah. I don't know if you were going to or not. I was like, "Don't do it." I don't want to know, right? Because I don't care, right? Like I know you. Like I would, I would be very interested to know about your career as a softball player, mm. just because my mom was a softball player, right? And, you know, my family is very athletic and I'm mm-hmm. just like, I, I eat it up. I love sports. Yeah. Like, but that kind of thing I might do, you know, I might, I might right. be prone to be like, so tell me more about like you right. pitched against Florida state. Yes. But then like, yeah, I don't, that's yeah. why I was like principally like, don't tell me, I don't want to know. I don't yes. want to so, do that. So principally I don't tell people. Yeah. And I think part of the reason in my mind, as soon as I tell you my dead name, mm-hmm. it's Kyle and. 
It's yeah. not just Kyle, right? right? It's Kyle slash. Yeah. It's not just Kyle. And to Kyle me, who used to be or Kyle right. who di- who's now. And, you know. and to me, I'm just Kyle. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't make sense for other people to think of me in that right. way. Right. Um, I've had, uh, and I think I also, so I worked as an advocate in uh, college where for three of my four years, I was an LGBTQ initiatives intern. Mm-hmm. So um, those were all three years that I was out as trans. And mm-hmm. um, I would go around the campus to the different campus groups doing what we called safe zones. Yeah. And educating them basically mm-hmm. how not to be a dick to queer people. Right. right? And luckily like, I did, I went to... A, a school like one of the one of the few schools in Alabama mm-hmm. that was very very vocal about safe zones. Yeah, like all of my professors had safe zone stickers, badges, and stickers yep. on their door of their office yeah. to say you're here, you're you know you're good. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I went to UAB University of Alabama okay. at Birmingham, which was the medical school for U- University of Alabama. Okay, the football team. Okay, so <laughs> basically, Crimson Tide, Crimson Tide, Real Tide. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I'm not gonna say that, but like you do, you really. I mean, really, you're you're that okay. We used to say roll gate as a joke because I went. (laughs) So I went to Colgate University. So we used to say roll gate. Really? Yeah. Well, and it's like I grew up with a lot of things happening in Alabama that I didn't realize like the world knows about. Like everybody knows. (laughs) I remember the first time. This is so stupid. Like the first time I moved to California, I was Uh here for a year in 2007 when I was 19. And somebody said something about Rosa Parks. And I was like, you know who Rosa Parks is? Oh, no. And they were like, yeah. And I'm like, well, I'm from Alabama. I I just thought it was local history. Oh, no. (laughs) I I didn't know. And they're like, you know, we know who Martin Luther King is, too, right? Oh, you're like, oh, man. (laughs) So, like, and now I'm like, people know about Alabama. Well, so it's, and it's not, that's not why I sell World Time. Honestly, for me, it's just more of like a, any anyone you see win over and over and over again, you just don't want them to win anymore. Is that the truth? Like people don't want Alabama to win. Anymore? I would hate to see Alabama win again. I think anyone who hasn't gone to Alabama or lives in Alabama is tired of seeing Alabama <laughs> and win the college national football. Because well, Nick Saban has won six, what, well, six, I will, seven. I will. He is tied with Bear Bryant as the winningest coach. Yeah. So we're we can so, move on now because. But you know, I will say something that might make you soften <laughs> just a little bit. Okay. There was a moment in my grief. Process process okay that alabama won the national championship yet again this year they did and it was very important to me and my cousins because both of our dads died during that football season really and we and we were very and like we were sending pictures i was toasting you know beer and everything we had our shirts on we were sending pictures back and forth and like it was very much a moment of like this one was for Aww. for Larry and 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 Joey. So well, rolled Todd, but not next year. Okay, <laughs> see, I knew, <laughs> I knew I could get you. I knew I could get you to say roll Todd. So I gotta play that card. Uh, like I'll do it. I'll play the. My dad died. Play this what, year card. Play what you gotta do. Like, play play what like, you got in your hand, right? That's like, I'm what like, I'm, I'm not about. doing that because my dad died. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, so play what you got in your um, hand. But yeah, so you just spoke of coming out. So you came out three times. Two slash three. So, do you want to talk about that? Sure. So, I originally came out as a lesbian mm-hmm. in high school. Um, and that was like... I, can I stop you there for a second? Absolutely. Because, like I said, I always think of the people who might need to hear this. Yeah. Um, so, I want to make sure I get the, the, the language right. Sure. You were assigned the gender of female at birth. I sure was, Is yes. that correct to say that? That is correct, That is yes. the correct terminology yes. to say. And I you was, were given a name female. that is now dead to you. Yes. Um, and so that was your trajectory. 
mm-hmm. um, of you were attracted to women. Yes. And that's where it started. Yes. I want to make sure I say something real quick because you're trans. Sure. And this is the tra- the episode where we're talking about trans issues. When we're talking about trans people, trans is about who you go to bed as. And mm. sexual orientation is who you go to bed with. That's a great way to put so, it. So, d- and, and I learned that from, from, uh, from no, trying to get as much information as I yeah, can. Absolutely. It, cause so, it is not automatic that you are a trans man who was assigned the gender of female at birth. Sure. It is not automatic that you are going to be attracted to women because you were assigned female at birth. Right. And you're attracted to women. And so, because that is, that's a thing like that more of an assumption that that gay men want to be women. Yes, that's, that's a, an that's assumption a, that goes into, and yeah. that is those two things are so far Absolutely apart. Absolutely not. You were attracted to women, and that is your sexual orientation, being yes. attracted to women. Yep. Your gender is that you're a man. Yes. And those two things are different. So yeah. orientation is who you go to bed with. Yep. Gender is who you go to bed as. Yep. And they do not. You cannot make assumptions about right. that. So the way I've heard it phrased is um, they're two different things, kind of like socks, and sometimes you mismatch them. Sometimes they <laughs> match perfectly. Right. It just depends. Because I mean, because as much as we you know don't want to, sometimes I'm gonna talk about Caitlyn Jenner. She, mm. you know, she what uh, time to be alive. <laughs> she she still dates women. Even though she is yes, a transgender are, woman, yeah, there are pl- so, there are plenty of trans lesbians. Well, um, and which my are trans favorite women that are attracted to women, right? And my favorite quote about Caitlyn Jenner is, "It's very important now that she is running for governor mm-hmm. to get her pronouns right." And that to that I say, please do not vote for her. Yes, absolutely. I think I read that on your Facebook. You quite you you very well may have because I've, def- I've I think I've posted that several times. Well, and um, it's true. Like I and and there were people who made jokes. About, like, if I didn't like Bruce, do I have to like Caitlyn? And yeah. I'm like, well, I mean. No, but you do have to call her Caitlyn. You have to call her Caitlyn. That's. And that's. And she's, I mean. And I. I'm fascinated by her. I don't. I won't go so far as to say I like her, but I'm fascinated by her. She's a very she interesting try, I love anybody who tries. Like, just try. Like, you're, you're doing all the wrong things, but you're trying. You're damnedest. And I am here to say it is America and it's your right to try. I think so. she's I think she's trying definitely for some things. Right. Exactly. She's trying for some things more than us. Anyway. Anyway. All that to back say. Back to you. No so problem. Yeah. yeah, there there's so there are trans women that are lesbians that mm-hmm. are attracted to women and then there are trans men that are uh, gay men that are attracted to men. Yeah. Um and it, yeah. And that is not what you are. No. Just so, to say that my my crush was in vain. So I'm I'm actually <laughs> I'm a bit more complicated. I call myself queer. Okay. So I'm. Uh, I'm so glad you're bringing this up. Yes. Because queer is a new development in my personal life. Okay. So yeah. Go Wait, ahead. have you been involved in the whole like queer is a slur like? Uh, no, 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 no. Like, like I and, never like because I remember again. With me, I was suppressed. In okay. in Alabama, I was pretending to be straight. Okay. I was dating. <laughs> Been there. <laughs> right? Twice. Have you, did you, did you really <laughs> try twice. to date men in oh, that Oh, yeah. Time and, I, and I remember specifically and explicitly going on a date and giving a boy a handjob as an experiment. 
Oh my god! Like in my head, I was like, "Let's just see. Let's just find." Okay, out. Okay, so I'm gonna like, sorry, anybody who doesn't <laughs> want to hear this about me. Like, I really think, about, like, I did that too. Like, I yeah. remember. I won't say her name on the on the podcast, yeah. but there was a girl. <laughs> this is fun, actually. <laughs> so uh, there was a girl that I was dating in high school, and uh-huh. I, I fingered her. Okay. And it was a congratulations. It was, it was fine. Well, it's the same. <laughs> <laughs> it's right. So um. Oh, so, oh, but the the people will know what happened. Like, I had a car crash that night. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Wait, were you fingering her and you crashed your car? Or were you fingering her and then you crashed your no. car? Um, I almost crashed in a canyon giving Roadhead once. That was fantastic. It was Roadhead that I had the car Yes! <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Now I'm blushing. Like, I'm like, these whole, everything oh, about pride man. is making me sweat because I've never talked about this with, like, bug tussle people. Oh, really? But I'm like, I'm, but I'm posting them on my social media i'm like oh, you've man. got to listen to this you should because i'm not turning back you've got to know this about me and Do other it. people and my it's friends a great way but yeah so i did that whole thing i i pretended to be straight mm-hmm. i dated a few women i lost my virginity to a woman okay the same year i lost my virginity to a man okay like that was a big year 20 2000, like 2007 year. was a huge year for Sounds me like a, and you said la right or yeah yeah wow 20, 2006 2007 mm-hmm. well actually the woman was in alabama okay um, but like, I remember growing up, I watched Queer Eye. Oh, really? When I was in like junior high. Okay. And, and that, like, this isn't re- the reboot. This is the OG. No, no, no. This is the OG Queer yeah. Eye for the straight guy. Okay. And like, just like, I was like, Queer Eye, I thought that was, you know, not okay. And like, mm-hmm. so I just kind of like, well, if they're okay with it, I'm okay with it. Sure. Whatever. And like, I've always had, but I've never identified as queer. Okay. In that way. But until recently, I'm like, I am a little more queer. Yeah. Like a little more, I, I can identify as that more a queer person. And I, I, it feels more right. Yeah. So, because I, oh, in 2019 was when I first started sort of identifying a little bit as polyamorous. Right. And I was like, I'm queer. Yeah. It, you know, more queer. I mean, I'll take anything. Like, there's something else going on there. There's is something how I else think going queer. on. Yeah. There's something else going on there or a lack of something going on yeah. there. A lack of give a shit about something like, you know, like oh, I, incredible. I, I find, you know, like, like, um, what are they called? Uh, all the, I mean, admittedly the LGBTQ plus community has a lot of names. Um, yeah. Uh, pansexual. That's what I was trying to okay. say. Yeah. You know, that I that the, a lack of concern yeah. with right. gender sure. can be queer to me in my thoughts yeah. too. So, but anyway, you said you can't. Yeah, queer. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I originally came out as a lesbian, mm-hmm. and that was. And how old were you, know, you when you growth. did that? I was sixteen. Sixteen. Wow. That's yeah. that's good. Yeah. Well, is it? I took me till 23. So that's why I say, so, so pause sidebar. Um, I worked for a a queer research, uh, Mm -hmm. facility in Austin, Texas. Um, so it's at the university of Austin, Texas, hook horns. And, uh, and, uh, (laughs) it's one of the preeminent, uh, queer research yeah. in, in the country. That's fantastic. It's, it's led by Stephen T. Russell. He was, oh, yeah. he was my old boss. He was a phenomenal really? man. Wow. Yeah, so I was kind of his, like, his, I was his lab coordinator slash personal assistant. Wow. Some funny stories about that. But anyway, um, 
He's published papers going back to the 80s when he mm-hmm. started. I've um, read his work. Yeah, so. I, I read his work. I fell in love with some of yeah. his work, and I emailed him, and he was looking for a lab coordinator. It kind of worked out. So I went and spent a year there working in his lab. Mm-hmm. His newest research that he's looking up is kind of like, is it, parentheses, getting better? And so yeah. it looks at how, um, as people are coming out earlier and earlier and earlier, they're facing... Um, like different issues because mm-hmm. people, the, the average age now for people to come out for youth to come out is middle school. Really? And in middle school, a, you are not financially independent of your parents. Right. So when something bad happens, so there's a lot more homeless, there's a huge LGBTQ homeless population yeah. and it's almost all. Well, youth. and there is, I mean, there is a huge population of especially trans black trans women. Yeah who are probably among the most marginalized and the most abused by most the system, vulnerable, absolutely. most vulnerable. And you know, the, the LGBTQ plus community is the most abused, uh, the most at risk, I would say mm-hmm. for, because you don't have anywhere, you don't have anywhere to hide. Yeah. What, you don't what have are you going to say? Seek asylum in a church. Like right. that's not going to, that's not going to happen. Um, but so these kids that are coming out of middle school, also middle school is the highest bullying rates yeah. just for any kids, just for right? anything. Yeah. So, so they're finding, I that remember getting... Matt day pushed me down in the hallway and but he did scream queer after screw you, Matt day. <laughs> <laughs> and, but, but so there's this research that's showing that even as like, um, rates for things like mental, uh, like mental health, uh, or for substance abuse or things like that are going down, there's mm-hmm. a widening disparity that's happening between yeah. cis straight people and queer. Anyway, this is a long sidebar. Right. Uh, well, I was hey, to say, I like, it. is it better that I came out earlier? Anyway, um, it's I think, something. I guess, I guess I, I will say, yeah, yes. I, I want to explain myself that like the fact that you felt you could. Oh, yeah, or felt absolutely. that you should. Or the felt that you, you had a, like, I don't think anybody would ever come out, ever, if they didn't see some sliver of light. Oh, it definitely, you know what I mean? Like hundred percent, a hundred percent. I am very fortunate to have like come up in the age mm-hmm. that I did with the progressive kind of support structures there are. Right. Like yeah. We had Ellen and we had like things like right. that going on where like you see it more in media. Cause what year were you born you know in? The nearest, uh, 1996. 96. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, Ellen was on the air. Yeah. Yep. I, she hadn't come out when you were born. No. But, but she came out shortly thereafter. Yeah, 98. And and then when I was And Will and Grace started in 98. Yeah. So, so. when I you know when I was like 10, let's say or 11 or 12, Ellen was on there doing her talk show and yeah. like you know, she was a lesbian and she was dancing and it was hip and all the moms still loved right. her. And and I think that's something I I, I, I like to remember because yeah. Ellen's in some eh, hot water ish yeah. right now because she's she getting is. she's getting too big for her britches as we'd say in the south. You getting a little too big for your britches, lady. You need yeah. to sit down. But she did make lesbianism commonplace. She she made, she made it, the gay community a little more commonplace and made it okay to talk about, especially after two thousand eight when she got married to Portia and she's like my wife Portia, my wife right. Portia. It's like you made that accessible to middle America. So many people. So. And I think, I think especially as someone who's born a woman and mm-hmm. who, you know, was attracted to women growing up, I saw that so many mothers across the world loved Ellen or across the nation loved Ellen. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it was like, a, Oh, my mom won't hate me. <laughs> like maybe yeah. my, my mom likes Ellen. Maybe my mom, you know, like mm-hmm. it'll be, I think that there, that definitely was like right. in my headspace, right? Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, all that to say, I came out as a lesbian when I was 16, and then uh, when I was 
19 or 20, my sophomore year of college, my, the fall of my sophomore year, I came out as trans. Mm -hmm. um, and then more recently, I've come out as kind of like queer in terms of sexuality. Mm -hmm. So I find that I am heteroromantic, but bisexual. Ah. Yes. So there's hope for me yet. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get a couple more drinks. We'll see where this goes. There we that. go. <laughs> okay, That's so we have round three. Round three of sarsaparilla whiskey, mm -hmm. and it is um, vanilla ice cream, sarsaparilla whiskey, and Coke. Mm -hmm. so. Oh my God. This is alcoholic. This is an alcoholic root beer float, and, and it's fucking phenomenal. It's everything I want <laughs> in life. So, okay, so you came out as queer because. You, uh, Again, I made a I made a terrible joke, so I'm gonna reiterate. <laughs> you are romantically straight, mm -hmm. sexually bisexual. Yeah, I mean, I guess I've just I've never felt so. A lot of this is I made mm, maybe this is confusing for people who are like still learning gender and sexuality. That's true. Yeah. Um, I should explain that a lot of the times specifically and studies have shown specifically for trans men meaning mm -hmm. women who are trans women they're attracted more to their same gender than they are necessarily to like parts if mm -hmm. that makes sense yeah so a lot of the times meaning it'll the be full picture like because i will i will say and I, again this is sort of a disclaimer for for um people who are not as aware of the goings on of the trans community. Mm -hmm. I want to say something that is inappropriate. And if you ever think about doing it, folks listening to me today, please don't, you're not <laughs> correct. And it's wrong. I had, um, friends back home. Cause I remember it was when, was it when Caitlin came out? I have no idea. Somebody, something was transgender. <laughs> something was trans. Something was like in the, in the news, <laughs> something, <laughs> Something transgender had come about, like okay. of the transgender nature had come okay. about. I don't remember who it was, what was happening, what was the situation. But I do remember. Oh, I do remember now. I do remember. I had a friend who came out to me as transgender. Okay. They were assigned gender female at birth. Mm -hmm. I knew them as a lesbian. Right. So I do know their, their dead name because yeah. I called them that for a year and before they came out. Okay. And I had a friend who I was working with, older ladies, who said... Her name is she. Her name is or, she? Or her, her pronouns are she. Oh. And I said, no, that's not correct. Right. They came out as trans. So, and, and let, if you're not sure of their pronouns, they and them is fine. Yep. Um, but they are, but they told me they want to be, their preferred pronouns are he and him. Yep. And yeah. their follow-up question was, do they have a penis? Yep. And I said... Do you check to see if I have a penis before you call me him? Did you see the movie Mean Girls? I did. So if I had a shirt, and I'm so sad that this shirt eventually developed holes and gave way, so I no longer have it. But it says <laughs> that's what happens to softball players. You wear in, it on the field, and it gets ruined. Okay, it wasn't. I didn't wear it on the field. <laughs> I just wore it to every single party I went to, and then it got ruined. Well, um, I was about to make a terrible <laughs> joke, but I'm not gonna. 
that's fair. Um, no, but it said, oh my God, Karen, you can't just ask what's in somebody's pants. Because you know the right. quote where it's like, oh my God, Karen, you can't mm-hmm. just ask if somebody's black or why right. somebody's white. That, and it's true. You can't, I mean, it's like, but people did say that. So yeah. if you worry about genitalia, stop it. Because please, please don't. Just because, I mean, like, first of all, you don't have to worry. Mm-hmm. They're never going to sleep with you. You'll never see their I genitalia. Promise, transphobia is the least attractive quality I right. can imagine. Well, and you know, and, and homophobia, any of it. Like, I had somebody the other day who said something about, don't flirt with me. And I'm like, well. I wasn't going to. <laughs> here's the thing about gay people. We don't bark up trees that don't produce fruit. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. We, you know, I don't like a challenge. I like a willing participant. I, so. I will never. I think, I, honestly, I think so many straight men have these cis straight It's projection. Men. It's projection. It is. You would force yourself exactly. on someone. And so we you think would I not, would too. But so. we will not because, no. you know, we're better than that. Or you would try to connive people into that. But yeah, so you came out a third time as queer. How old were you when you, when you came out as queer? I'm like still in the process. With Mom, nuances. don't listen to this. <laughs> I can almost guarantee your mother doesn't listen to my show. My mother doesn't I just listen ma- to my show. I just want to make sure. Like, Mom, like, you should have stopped listening about 20 minutes ago. Um, well, um, and, and the reason I that came up, the, the, the romantically versus sexually mm-hmm. concept for me, I have a friend in New York who was romantically bisexual, sexually asexual. Interesting. Okay. I came out to myself mm-hmm. fully. I started... Yeah, I should have reciprocated. When was that? No, that's okay. Um, I came out to myself fully at 21. I sat my parents down at 23 and told them. Uh-huh. They didn't take it well. No. Um, As parents often don't. No, they did not take it well. My dad, um, he and I had a complicated relationship up okay. until the until the end it, a little bit. But that the end, we were great. That's we good. made amends with everything the week before he died. That's so nice. And my mother, she has been slowly making amends with it all. Like she has been accepting, slowly accepting me. Like she's still, like she will, li- if she listened to this podcast, she'd be like, I cannot believe you say all these things. Cause she is of the generation of like, why do you got to put it all out there? Yeah. Little does she know. And little do people of her generation know that putting it all out there helps other people that we don't even know feel seen. And that's what pride is. And that's what pride is. That's what pride oh is. Oh my God. I love that you brought it back here. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, mom's great. She'll never march in a pride parade, but it's probably because she has two artificial knees more than because she doesn't want to be there. But um, not great for how are your How's your relationship with your family? So my dad. Was, and I'll ask this too. Like, yeah. I, the third coming out as queer, I won't ask about that too much, but the lesbian and then the trans sure. coming out. Did your parents have a harder time with one versus the other? Or did they have no troubles because they love their child the way their child is supposed to be? Well, not that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm playing. I mean, so, okay. So, my, I'm going to, it was two different journeys for them, yeah. right? So, and, and I mean that as like parent to parent, not like transition to, or like mm-hmm. coming out to coming out. So, my dad is my favorite person on this earth. I love my mm-hmm. dad so much. He's very well-meaning he's very intelligent he's very empathetic i owe a lot of who i am to him Mm -hmm. and i like um uh i'm very glad to have had him as my father Mm -hmm. so he when i came out the first time he was like confused a little bit taken aback he grew up in rural indiana Mm -hmm. he didn't he was ignorant right yeah 
But he was not intentionally ignorant. He was well-meaning. And I, and I'm glad you qualify that because I say that sometimes. I've said that in arguments with my family mm-hmm. of like, well, you're just ignorant to the facts. And ignorant has often been used as an insult. And it's, it's not. not an insult. It's intentionally like a, ignorant. That is an insult. Yes. And that like, is a bad And that's quality. not ignorant. Just means. Hasn't hasn't been exposed right. to the things needed is, to be exposed ignorant, to understand. Ignorant literally means unaware of. Yeah, exactly. So yes, my father was unaware of the so. correct phrasing of the mm-hmm. correct. You know, like one of his, he was so sweet. He was like, "So when you get married, will I call you the, um, the the groom or the bride?" And he's when like, you were coming I, out as a lesbian. Yes. Yeah. Right. So he, so you know, he, like he just didn't know, and I was yeah. like, "Well, mom, it will, well, dad, it would be two brides." LOL. Now, but. Um, <laughs> You will call me the groom, sir. Yeah, uh, I had to revisit that one. Um, but no, he, he's always been very well-meaning, very intentional. My mom, so the first, I, I sat my parents down for dinner, or before dinner, and I was trying to be very nonchalant about it, right? Mm-hmm. I was just trying to, like, get it out there, retreat as quickly as I could to my room. Yeah. Um, my mom... I, I said, you know, I'm, I'm gay and, and, um, you know, so what's for dinner? And they said, <laughs> hold on. Um, hold the first things out of my mother's mouth were stipulations. Oh yeah. She said, you can be gay, but. So she gave you, she gave you the, the, the path in which you may walk. No, immediately. She <laughs> said, number one, um, you cannot cut your hair. You cannot wear men's clothing. Wow. Number two, you have to be the girl in the relationship. Which, like, wow. first of all, first of all, LOL. Like, I so, feel Just I, to both of those. I, <laughs> I, like, I did. I felt that in my soul just hearing that. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, because, I mean, representation of yourself to the outward world. Like, RuPaul says we're all born naked and the rest is drag. Yeah. And I don't oh, think that's, that's trite. I think it is the drag that we, the trappings that we put ourselves in help us to show the world who we are. Absolutely. And I think that. Th- it's Judith Butler, right? It's like gender is a performative action at all times. Right. And so it was very much her saying without saying, like looking back, I realized it's her saying without saying, date whoever you want as long as you're still my daughter. Yeah. Is what it was. And when did you know? That that I was trans? Yeah. I honestly, I honestly had so much internalized transphobia to battle through. Right. Well, and and that's hard because (laughs) one is, I mean, I, one is, I don't know. I I guess I would, I'm trying to think of the way to say it. Like, because there are surgeries involved in some people's journey, but not Mm -hmm. necessarily others. Because some people choose to identify or choose to accept the identifications. Yes. Choose to live openly as trans, choosing different preferred pronouns for themselves, naming their themselves themselves, yeah. but never go through even hormones yeah. or anything, any kind of physical change. Is yep. that correct? Yeah. Medical. So I, I did just, I say anything that was no. a little off center? No. Okay. So so the way I refer to it is there's a social transition mm-hmm. and then there's a medical transition. Right. 
Um, so for me, actually, when I came out as trans, I was not able to medically transition for three years yeah. because I was playing softball and I was on scholarship. Mm -hmm. So I was unable. So I socially transitioned. Everyone knew me as Kyle. Yeah. But I didn't have any, um, like any hormones or right. surgery or anything like that until I graduated. Mm -hmm. uh, it was like three weeks after I graduated, I got my first shot of testosterone and I was like, over the moon about it. It was fantastic. Was it like your first hit of ecstasy? A little less because it was a needle. Um, <laughs> and I'm not like super into those, but like, you know, it was, <laughs> okay. it was all right. But just um, like, did, did you no, feel I was internally definitely on cloud different? Nine. Like, I was did you feel for sure on cloud nine. a different flowing in your blood? Type I wish I could say I had. I don't think I did. I think it's I'm romanticizing. Like, was that the first time you felt like yourself forever? You know, but like No, I mean I think I think it was I mean, transition and I think this is important for a lot of young trans people mm -hmm. to hear. So I'm gonna make sure that I say it in case right. anyone else is listening. But um it is a gradual process. Yeah. It's not, you know, you come out and then Everything is exactly the way you wanted to be, and there's no more dysphoria. Did you see? You have one shot of te testosterone, and there's no more dysphoria right. ever again in your life. Did you ever see that that SNL skit when um when uh David da oh my god David uh what's his name fucking love Shit's Creek <laughs> what's his name I'm, I'm Eugene I don't Levy's know son. because Eugene you, Levy's son. Oh, uh, Dan Levy. Dan Levy. I don't know why I, I'm Dan was falling. Out. I also incredibly think about it as David. So well, I, oh my god, David. Oh, that, you mean you was, mean the, the? It gets better, I guess. What killed? <laughs> what killed me was the iguana. Kate the McKinnon iguana. will forever so, be the love of my so, life, and right. so the iguana. Just like, Wait, and then I, iguana. I had to visit. Oh, I, I could visit her in the hospital, but she was in the hospital because of the iguana. <laughs> well, and the, and the 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 body shaming that goes on in the gay community was addressed in that commercial as well. Yeah. And that's something that me and Ethan addressed in last episode that we okay. don't, we don't, we would never ever be put on a poster for West Hollywood pride. Mm. So we don't feel super. But you could be. Look at you. I should be. You should be. I mean, you this, could be and you this, should be. This dad bod should jiggle right on down Hollywood I mean, Boulevard. everything. Just everything. That's it. That's me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm trying to lose the weight. You don't um, need to. I Well, I do need to because I feel sluggish. I guess, I guess it's up to you. I like the way I look. I just don't feel good. I need to lose about five or 10 pounds to feel good because I'm okay. a little too heavy. <laughs> so it, it, It's so a it, heavy load to take up the stairs in my two story apartment. Um, but okay. <laughs> I look fantastic. All right. <laughs> but yeah, but you, you, you got your first shot of testosterone yes. a week after your college graduation. Yeah. Something like that. It and was, I got, I got home. I got my shot. So that I would love to talk more about this in another episode. Like sure. if we could just go ahead and do it again. Um, sometime else. Sure. Because we're going to drink more, I guess. Absolutely. Or maybe not. I don't know. I um, mean, absolutely. But as far as pride goes, mm. do you, like, the pride celebrations, the history of pride. I went into the history of pride. Yes. Um, the pride, the whole LGBT revolution was started by a trans woman. Of color. Of color. Marsha P. Johnson. We owe everything. There we are. I love it because I forgot to do the the formal research. Okay. Because I, I was trying to start every episode with... Um, like formal research? With some history, with like... I love that. Letting it know. Like Absolutely. I talked about where, you know, the, the, the groups that started the riots and, and everything and mm -hmm. stuff like that. But, and there is, there's even, and I might go into this in another episode, um, there's even a 
in New York, there was a differentiation between the older generation who called it the pride demonstration mm. versus the pride parade, parade march or march. Yeah. They said it's a demonstration. And yeah. like I got yeah. into a talk with somebody who was like disappointed because Wells Fargo had a float in the pride march mm. in the parade. Mm. And I was like, it's complicated because I, I get that it's becoming corporate, but also with corporate comes visibility and acceptance. So it's hard. Yeah. I mean, so, I, like, the, so pride is complicated. Oh, absolutely. But it's, it's because we've been told, don't be proud. Like you're shameful. Yeah. Like you are like, we're just a table full of shameful. Like I would love to go back to the 1920s uh-huh. with my podcast equipment and be like, Absolutely. we're doing a show, honey. <laughs> Step aside. <laughs> um, <laughs> and just see how many people want to put us in jail. For, uh, a lot. Yeah. A lot. But I mean, you know, so what is your relationship to the pride celebration that um, happens in June, but also just having pride in your like pride as a corporate entity, I guess, in a sense. Yeah. So I think I will talk about this as I've been to, sorry, it's okay. I've been to three different prides mm-hmm. and the first was Los Angeles pride. Mm-hmm. And the first time I went to pride, I had to pay admissions to pride. Yeah. See, and, I've never been to the WeHo Pride. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so you you can go to the parade in the march and watch along the side. Right. But if you want to go into the festival, you pay admissions. So I didn't know there. See, that's the thing that we were talking about. Like there yeah. actually is a festival. Yes. And you pay admissions. Yeah. And to and it. I mean, does part the of money the reason, at least go to a good cause? Or that's a great it, question. Who does it go to? That's a great question. So there, I mean, uh, WeHo Pride is like often headlined. Like the year that I went, Kesha was performing. Yeah. I mean, it's one of the and most so, world famous prides in right. all of America. Maybe right. San Francisco. Yeah. And so the way I thought about it the first time that I went is like, oh, it's a concert ticket wrapped into a festival, right? Yeah. It's it's kind of like how I framed it in my mind. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there are like three different dance floors and a bunch of different stages that you can go to for like different genres of music and all this. And that's all fantastic. Um, I went to a Santa Ana Pride, which is Santa Ana's in Orange County. Mm -hmm. It's about 45 minutes. Burbank has one now. There we go. It's, it's in the park across from my apartment. Is I'm it like, really? This is going to be so easy. Is it really? That's fantastic. <laughs> it really is. So we'll come over and pregame at my apartment. Can we please? And then be the most fabulous people at that pride. Obviously. Um, um, yeah. So I went to Santa Ana. No pay for admissions. There was the same like booths um, mm-hmm. and there were still like some artists, but they were more local artists. Right. And I think that's when it started to resonate with me. Like the difference that it can make having a corporate versus a non-corporate pride. Yeah. Because I do think that it's so important to have pride in, like, the parade is arguably the most important part. And do, have you ever marched in the parades? Or I haven't marched in the parade. I've been, like, to the side of the I'll parade. I've never been in New York fancy Pride Parade. To, well, yeah, and, I mean, that's because you're a legend. I'm not a legend. So well, I, I had can't. friends. I, yeah, I had friends. But it, it Okay, was, so are you saying I don't have friends? I'm confused now, <laughs> I Kyle. I have correct <laughs> friends. I will... I will. <laughs> I'll be your friend forever. I think we've established this. I'm going to be hanging out near this apartment Excellent. for the rest of all time. Excellent. Just waiting for that right amount of drive. <laughs> for me or for you? Me and... <laughs> for you, for... Yeah, never okay. mind. Bad all joke, right. moving on. Uh, continue. Let's just keep... Let's, let's just gloss over that. Right. <laughs> um, yes. So going to Santa Ana Pride, it was very much like the difference that it can make. I think... The most important thing for me is making sure that there aren't barriers to mm-hmm. accessibility, right? So 
the admissions, the last time that I tried to go to Pride, I say tried to because it was sold out. That's, 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 that feels wrong. Right. To be like, you can't come. It feels, and especially because I love Also, Ethan is going to listen to this and be like, I was right about everything. I'm, so um, I don't this mean is to really say the that. point that I am taking from this. This is going to cause a lot of conversations so in my house. I'm so sorry. Because you made my partner right. And that is the real travesty. I, I don't mean to at all. <laughs> no, I mean, there, there are still parts of it that are, that aren't part, right? Again, the parade, arguably yeah. the most important part. Right. But the fact that, the, but the fact that there's like a celebration that's going on that you can't necessarily take a part of. Yeah. I mean, there are other ones. It's just not the WeHo. What I have more of a problem of, uh, all that aside, pride, I think pride is something that every queer person gets to celebrate for the whole month, right? Mm-hmm. Like right now, I'm wearing my most prideful trans shirt. I, I don't know that. if you know that. I saw that. It's my only human shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, it has the equality sign on the back and then on the back, or on the sleeve, and then on the back it has um, like human crossed out, straight, whatever. All, all that stuff is mm-hmm. crossed out, and then it's just human at the yeah. bottom. And I only love human. that. I love and that. It's, and it's the trans pride. I'm just really just des- describing it for the listeners. I love um, so I think it's something that you can celebrate all month long. It doesn't mm-hmm. need to be going to like a, a party. Right. And which is what it's become kind of in WeHo. At and, least. and that's something that like we were talking my partner and I were talking about this in mm-hmm. the last episode that the party, he's an introvert. Okay. Of of the sense, we're like an odd couple. Like I'm the loud one. You clearly. like drag him into I drag, the. Well, I didn't. I used to go without him. And okay, I, and I was like, I don't like that. Yeah. Sometimes you know, sometimes it's fine, but like yeah. sometimes you also want to like dance and celebrate who you are. Sure. With the with the people you Absolutely. love, like I Absolutely. would love to dance with you at a club. Absolutely, because we are friends and we are. Married? Except we're queer. <laughs> oh, you. Oh, me. I, I thought you were you. like talking to your partner. No, no, and I no. Was like, like, but like just the people. You, because we're friends and married. No, like, the, because, you know, the people that you care about and that you, yes. that you connect with. Absolutely. And like, we, Let's do it. Because it's the family you choose. Let's go next year. Matters. We'll d- yeah, next year for sure. Because like, I'll think, make sure to get my tickets in advance. Right? I like, I want to. And I. Uh, and we were just talking, and my partner was like, well, it's a, just a, such a party scene. I'm like, well, if you do Molly, you're probably going to do Molly at Pride. And if you do Acid, you're probably going to drop Acid yeah, at Pride. But absolutely. I was like, we don't do those things. So you so won't do those won't things. won't do those things. Yeah. But at the same time, there do you feel like there is trans expectations on a trans person at Pride? At Pride? And I wouldn't say so. No, because they're not are, that I've experienced because they're the, the gay community. I think the LGBTQ community at large, I think somewhat, would you say has a hierarchy that shouldn't be there? Yeah. Like the white gay men. Oh my God. Run vultures. this show. I mean, it's insane. Well, I might as well be dead. Like, cause I don't have abs and. Oh, you mean for like, that? I like, yeah. I, I would not go on a beach in a speedo because why would I? Um, I mean, maybe if I was in Europe. <laughs> like, but, but I love that because I you, you got to look around and be like, okay, he's in a speedo, I'll be in a speedo. Right in Europe, he's seventy and I'm and I 34. can also be in it. Yeah, no, <laughs> but like there, nobody wants to see me in a speedo. I and because okay. they don't want me to see me in a speedo. Mm. they don't want me to live is what it feels like sometimes. Interesting. You know, in that way, like it's very vicious well, because I, I, I too 
am a white, straight, or white, straight, white, cisgendered gay man. Right. I'm inadequate because I'm not doing it like they're doing it kind of thing. Well, I definitely, kind of, you know, and I wonder if there's that in the gay community or in the trans community, or is it LGBTQ at large that you feel those pressures from like the lesbian, the gay, the, those, those type of things, or do you feel it at all? Or are you just like super balanced and living your life? <laughs> Let me absorb all that. Um, <laughs> no, I think, okay. So I think there's a tendency from any marginalized group that when they get a speck of, mm-hmm. uh, of, you know, uh, respectability, power, call you, call yeah. it what you want. There's this tendency to roll up the ladder, right? Th- yeah, okay, chills just went down my spine because I call it the rope ladder gaze. Yeah. Because I go to church. Yes, mm-hmm. I do go to church. We've talked about it on this podcast. Absolutely. I go to church with gay Republicans, and I'm like, well. That's the definition. That's, Roll up the ladder. Like, I'm like, so you're fine. So. So fuck everyone else. Yeah. It's kind of. And so I think there is definitely this hierarchy, as you would say, mm-hmm. um, or this kind of notion that. I, and I think what it is is that anyone who's gotten some acceptance, like especially when you look at um, gay men, white cis white gay men mm-hmm. that are like, I have adopted children, I have a picket fence, I yeah. have two point five, you know, whatever you want to call it, where they're living like the um like the perfect American life, right? Mm-hmm. Like the American dream. Yeah, it's this notion that they're like, okay, well, I'm fitting in, so anyone who isn't. Is, You're just not trying hard enough. Or, or, is, or is slandering my good name, right? There's mm-hmm. this notion where, like, I don't want them to be seen or accepted right. as queer people because I've worked so hard for this and I don't mm-hmm. want people to think that because I'm gay, I'm going to be like this, right? And I right. see, I do see that kind of um, uh, notion or instinct from a lot of binary trans people. Yeah in the trans community for people who are non-binary, for people who, you know, come up with their own label or Mm -hmm. identify in certain ways, for people who don't want to go through medical transition. There is this kind of notion that binary trans people that have gone through transition are like, well, you're blaspheming my good name. Can I ask you a a sort of ignorant question in an effort to be less ignorant? Absolutely. Always. Anytime that an ignorant question comes from a good place, I will answer it happily. Because you said people who don't want to go through medical transition. Mm Mm-hmm. My assumptions about medical transition Mm -hmm. and not it's sort of assumptions because I don't have facts or statistics, but I know for sure kind of thing. Sure. It's expensive. Yes. To do your thing. It absolutely is. And it might leave you feeling less. This is, again, assumption. So I want you to speak on it rather than it's a question, I guess, currently. (laughs) I've had three drinks. It's your fault. (laughs) So um, I'll take that. I'll take that blame. We're we're having um, a good time. I'll take that blame. um, There's water right there. There is water, so. <laughs> so medical transition is expensive. Yes, it is. And right. if you and you can't really, or can you piecemeal, or is it like you got to be ready to do it? No, you so I mean? you like, can piecemeal. You can. So I will say that. Okay, so like for me, I have had. But are um, there people who don't want to? They're like, I'm not going to piecemeal this together. I'm going to do it when I do it. Or is that not? Is that me on the outside looking in and I should just not think about that? It depends what you're talking about. If you're talking about surgeries, Mm -hmm. there are definitely people that want to get it done all at once. It's very often advised against. Because you need to transition. Your body needs to adjust, right? Because it's expensive, because the recovery takes a lot out of you, right? Like, um, And 
having multiple surgeries on different things it's, or it's dangerous. Like while your hormones are in flux and then you also remove yeah. mammary glands All or of it. implant breasts. If yeah. that's whatever you're, yeah, what, whatever you're going for. Multiple anytime, areas of the body can be anytime you're going after, anytime you're going, uh, for multiple major surgeries and they're major surgeries because mm-hmm. you're going out. Like I went under general anesthesia, mm-hmm. um, for my top surgery and yeah. you know, I now have scars on my chest and mm-hmm. like those, that's evidence that it was a very major surgery. They right. physically opened me up. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Anytime you have that happen to the body, it does traumatize it to some extent. Right. You need to There's give it scar time. tissue. Right. You need to give it time to heal. Mm-hmm. Even if that healing is not like as long, like you're not going to do the surgeries at like in the same room at the same right. time. Right. So I do think there's some sense of piecemealing it. And I definitely think that it's very common to separate it in terms of like top and bottom surgery, mm-hmm. at least for... Well, I guess especially for trans men. For trans women, it's a little bit different because there are many more cosmetic surgeries that happen. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm not sure if you're aware, if your listeners are aware of the differences in transition one way or another. Mm -hmm. Because of natural biology, um, we all start in the womb female. Right. And then we go through uh, one puberty or another. Male puberty is um, irreversible in some senses. So, like, I've grown an Adam's apple since going through male puberty. Really? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, I'm a little jealous. Is that appropriate to say? Because yeah, I've, sure. never, I've never had Honestly, a big Adam's apple, and I'm like... <sighs> Honestly, I, like, I'm not going to say this. Like, my brother won't listen to this show, but, like, don't listen, Ryan. Um, <laughs> I, can, I now grow more facial hair than him. Oh, my God. And he's, he got so jealous, he shaved his off. Really? Yeah. Like, he was trying, he, and... He had a goatee... And then I came in with like an almost full face and he shaved his off. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You do, like you do grow better Thank facial you. hair than I do. Thank you. Like my, I, my mustache is red. I mean, I don't. Not that it's a competition. I wish, I wish that I had ginger hair though. I like but no, my beard my is the same color as my hair. Wait, really? And, and then, then it's just your mustache? That's so it's interesting. so stupid looking. That's so interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, no, and but, that's another thing that I think I got a little too close to something that's inappropriate just then and I want to tell everybody about it. What? It's not a competition. Oh yes, and it's not a competition. The fact that like why wouldn't <laughs> This is a little self-deprecating at this point. Why wouldn't Kyle Griswold have a better facial hair than me? He should. It's he's not self, it's not he's young and handsome. It's not self-deprecating. Thank you. It's <laughs> the like it's the, the artificial know, hormones because that there I was, get. there's things that, you know, people they say like like they're qualifiers and you shouldn't qualify it. A trans man is a trans man and a trans man is a man. Yeah. Trans man is man. Mm -hmm. And, and sometimes people say things in compliment that is just fully insulting. Yes. Like you, you look great. Mm. Well, no, you look like you. Or, or well, you know, so if someone said you look great, meaning, I would be like, well, thank you. But if someone your said, work looks good. Yeah. Or, if, if someone said, oh my God, I couldn't even tell you look great. Right. Wow. Well, mm-hmm. like, why would you be able to tell, you know? Right. That kind There's of thing. no I, reason. I get that. And that, again, that happened yesterday where it's like this. Somebody. Place, like, yeah. The same guy who asked me about my. Like, like, like how lenient are you though? As far as, um, like, and I, you know, do you know what I'm saying? Lenient. Yeah, like no, how much does it internalize? Like this guy's a fucking asshole. Or I, I think you know. there's, so I think there's a different, I like to separate in my mind, um, uh, well-meaning mm-hmm. and does not make me uncomfortable. Right. 
well-meaning, I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. And then clearly intentionally rude, I am uncomfortable, and in fact, irate. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I I like to think of it kind of on a sliding scale, right? And anything Mm -hmm. up to well-meaning, like as long as I'm not too uncomfortable, if I get uncomfortable, I'll kind of say like, hey, that's not really something you're supposed to say. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm just, you know, he's well-meaning and I'm not uncomfortable and like, Hey, most other trans people probably wouldn't be okay with this. Mm-hmm. I've spent a lot of time telling my own story and being an advocate. Yeah. So I have a lot lower boundaries, I think, than a lot of trans people. Mm-hmm. It just depends. Well, and I think your boundaries are different for different people. Also too. true. And you, and you meet like you and I became instant friends. Yeah. And we would tell... I love that. Um, I love when you meet somebody and I have this phrase mm-hmm. and I had this moment with you that I say, um, and I said it with my, on a couple episodes back, I have this thing where I like instantly like recognize somebody like, mm. I'm like, Oh wow. I think I know him. Mm. And you know, and a lot of people have been like, Oh, that's them. You're recognizing them from past lives. Oh, And I'm like, that's interesting. But I, and I like, I love the notion of past lives, mm-hmm. but I also I say, I think I have the ability to recognize someone from my future. Oh. And, and that's why I feel I'm the like, same way. And that's when you're like super connected with somebody because yeah. you recognize them it's for your chemistry. future. It's just chemistry. Yeah. It's just, it's just so, recognizing chemistry. But, and you and I, we, 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 we made instantly inappropriate jokes at each other. I don't remember, but I'm sure we did. Well, I'm not, like, I'm not, I don't remember, but I'm sure we did. Okay. It was mostly me probably. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's true. But, but you I, were I a didn't, safe space. You were I a didn't safe space them. for those slands. I like to be a safe space you're, for everyone. You were like, you're like, yeah, safe space yeah, for those slands. So absolutely. it's fine. All that to be said, because like I said at the top of the show, we're talking about pride this year. Yeah. Or this month yeah, about absolutely. this year's pride. Um, are you a frequent pride goer or do you, like, do you want to go or do you actively, cause there's so many people who are like, I don't even go, I don't even do it. I, I just, I'll I love go, it. I'll go if the opportunity presents itself. Mm-hmm. I love, you're still young too. Yeah. <laughs> there's, st- there's that. You're still young. You're with your top skin. Uh, so. Okay. You say that as if you had any wrinkles, get out of here. People do think I I'm mean, much younger than I you am. Are, I have great you skin. Come on. Like, come on. <laughs> what are you saying that for? It's um, because I made deals with the devil. <laughs> Um, no, I, I definitely think I do go. And I think that as right. someone who knows that like things are constantly evolving, mm-hmm. um, like for me, I remember I was a lesbian and I was like kind of well, like I identified as a lesbian and I was kind of grappling with my gender and mm-hmm. I saw a trans man at pride with like his shirt off and like said like trans. And I was just yeah. like, he was so happy. And yeah. I was like, Oh my God, happiness is an option. Mm hmm. Yeah. Like that, well, that in itself was such a novel concept for me. I, I was just going to say that about like all the trans people I know and all the trans people I've encountered and by encountered, I mean like follow them pretty closely, their careers or their right Instagrams. Right behind them in the alleys. I, yeah. <laughs> you know me. You know me. Um, like, I, like I follow Laverne Cox and I yeah. like even follow mm-hmm. Caitlyn Jenner because I I tried because you hate yourself. I really tried. (laughs) I really tried to root for her. And um, she could have been great. She could have been fantastic. Um, But like all the trans people I know are pretty fierce and pretty like they're the most centered people I've met. What do you mean by centered? Just like the presentation of the world. Like Mm. everything is thoughtful. Mm. Like every and, And I know that. 
that the way you physically present yourself to the world is something that you chose to, mm-hmm. to, to, to pursue because you wanted to, I mean, and again, tell me if I'm off base with this, but no. my assumptions are you wanted to show the world who you are on the inside. Yeah. And you've made those choices and like, I don't know, just, I always try to live my life with more intention mm. and like the things that I say is come with intention. And even the way that I dress, like I want the world to know that I care about myself. So I dress sure. well, or I try to dress nice. Sure. And the way that I, the tenderness with which I talk to people mm. who seem to be having t- a tough time yeah, or like in the work we're doing with, with COVID-19 vaccinations. Yeah. I like, I encounter people a lot of times who are like super nervous about the vaccine. They're mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I feel bad because I was sort of not sure. And I'm like, I want to like create a space to let them know that like, this is not the polio vaccine. This has only been a year. Yeah. You don't have to feel confident about like doing exactly what you need to be doing. You can feel unsure. Yeah. And you know, just stuff like that. And, and you like can the feel trans, any way you need to feel the trans people that I know. And then I've encountered, they've had to decide what they're going to show of themselves. And, and like for me to show my true self was, and this is just my sort of perspective, perception perspective on it. Okay. For me to show my true self, I had to say I'm gay. Yep. Tell the world I'm gay. Yep. Okay, check, check, done that. Yep. I had to have Good job. No, sir. Thank you. You're I, di- I didn't have any surgeries um, yeah. to sort of allow my physicality to present itself the, for the who I am, for yeah. the true self of who I am. All I had to do is put on some clothes. I decided to put on clothes and go out and live my life in the world and say very provocative things sometimes at people who are uncomfortable. And that's fun because I'm from Bug Tussle. <laughs> so... <laughs> So it just seems like there was so much more work to do for you because you had to come out twice. Like for yeah. you to get to this point today, you had to come out twice for sure. Mm-hmm. And then because we'll you, see. because you're an A <laughs> student, you're like, maybe I'll do an extracurricular. <laughs> I'm just going to slide that on in there, you know, <laughs> so, see, see what I can get done. I'm an, I'm not an overachiever is the thing. This is like, wow, this is so much work. Jesus Christ. See, I just, I am. Um, <sighs> yeah. Like it's a lot. Like it's, it definitely being trans. I think it's a, it's a lot of being deliberate mm-hmm. and being intentional. Like you're kind of saying, and that's not something that gets maybe overlooked or maybe, um, kind of, brushed under the rug by even by some trans people where they're kind mm-hmm. of like not noticing or not giving themselves enough credit. Is it but. offensive? And this is again, three hard drinks and a portion of a beer in now. I don't want this to be offensive, but like I, I try to play devil's advocate sometimes with certain Ooh, things. We love that. We love a white man saying devil's advocate. I, <laughs> exactly. Well, and I'm hoping, and that's the thing. I hope that it's no, not no, no. Hit me with I it. I cannot with it. wrap my brain around anybody, around you presenting yourself in any way other than who you are today. Well, thank you. I think like, that's you know the highest I mean? like, compliment I can get. It's just like, how? how? How can people look at, just because you're here, my friend Kyle, how can people look at him and think that he should be anything other than this? epitome of perfection in my face right now um but like i just i just don't under like i it's like you are so i don't know it's it's like you're when i think of you of who like there's certain people that you like you hear them talking at a party and you're like you shouldn't tell things to people you're very boring 
Yes, you I know, know what I mean. Like, I know those there's that, or, or you should like stop. Like, why are you wearing Crocs like, with an don't. evening gown or whatever? Like, it's <laughs> with not, an evening it's gown, is ironic. that a bug tussle thing? <laughs> no, <laughs> but that? you know what I mean. Like, there's uh, you can like think of people, no, yes. not not barring their sexuality, not barring their gender, yeah. that like you could be better at being human. <laughs> and like, there's all the trans people I've ever encountered are just like you're. Re- you really hit the bullseye. Well, you thank figured you. it out. Like thank I'm you. kind of upset and jealous that you're just like figured it out. I think that that's a facade that we put on. <laughs> well, and I, I don't think that anything's friend. ever figured out. I was talking to a friend the other day about he's an actor, and I was like, "Isn't it funny the way that we live our lives?" Because mm-hmm. I'm an actor as well, and I said, "It takes so much effort to make it look this effortless." Yeah. <laughs> like it just really like No, absolutely. Every day like I said something like today I was talking to Ethan and his mom was on the phone and I said something and she was like oh, and I was like did I offend her? <laughs> I was like and I, the whole way here I was like maybe I offended her. Yeah. Ah, damn it. I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. Oh, I talked yep. too much. And then I like make that whole bargain with myself that I'm like I'm not going to talk anymore. I'm just going to be quiet. The world would be a worse place. <laughs> I hope so. The world would be a worse place. But yeah, so I, I just wanted to like take a time, take a moment to like shower you with love for a little well, bit. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. I do I'm not sure what to do with it really. Because right. I, I know don't, it's terrible. No one really knows how to take compliments. I don't think. I don't think so either. But like I do. I'm thank like, you. People think I'm bullshitting them and I'm like, I just like making people feel nice. Cause when we appreciate it, God, people feel like crap. The world needs. And I think more, especially LGBTQ people, we spend so, so much time putting ourselves down that Mm -hmm. it's very hard for us to accept compliments. Yeah. And it's nice when someone forces us to accept compliments. Well, and like, (laughs) You know, like I've gained 25 pounds over COVID and people are like, you look great. I'm like, well, you're a, you're an idiot. <laughs> like clearly you don't know how to look at people. You're very stupid because I'm a fat tub of lard. You know, no, you're that's not. that's what we all do to ourselves. Yeah. I'm like, you know, and it's fine. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm really proud to be friends with you. And cheers to that. Cheers to that. And I'm proud to know you. I wish you. there was an audible clink. Can you, can you edit a clink onto this? There it is. <laughs> that, that was really, 100% real. That really hurt my finger. <laughs> <Did it> really? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, this is a very long episode. Yes. But I don't care. I'm not editing anything uh, out. Because even the parts you said you were going to edit out? Oh, that part I will edit okay. out. Yeah, <laughs> like that, the I named names. So I've got to like <laughs> roll back the tape. And you know, but... Thank you for having me on. You've been a very generous and gracious well, host. Well, I hope you'll come back. Because, I will. Because that's If the it's thing. always this many drinks, I for sure I, will. It, it would be a missed opportunity with my intentions of connection and educating people mm. to not talk about trans yeah. stuff. But I want to have you on again and talk about maybe a little more. Because tra- I have more questions about trans. I have more mm. answers, I hope. <laughs> maybe a third episode where there's no... Oh, wow. Just like what we're watching on TV. What? That sounds nice. Because we're normal people, too. I mean, normal is <laughs> such an offensive word. Actually, How dare you use that about me? Very offensive. I, How dare you? Well, and that's what I, I told my improv instructor. I could talk for hours. I've got to stop. I'm I told so my sorry. improv instructor on, Good the, night. on the episode... <laughs> I told her, I was like, I just want to be like you. And she goes, well, what am I like? And I said, pretty and weird. Yeah. 
And I'm like, that's, that's what the I, dream. That's what I want to be. Pretty and weird. That's the dream. So anyway, well, you know, happy pride, happy pride. Thank you so much. Thank you. And guys, I hope that you will be nice to LGBTQ plus people in the month of June because it's pride month. Like and then, every month, preferably, and but then, like, like, especially in June. Well, I was going to say <laughs> after that, keep going. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's take good, it on into July. Take it into August. And also, um, remember something, if it doesn't affect you, then stop worrying about it and mind your business. That's a, that's just a little bit of like, Hey, I love that. if you, if it's not your baby, don't care what, she, if she's going to have it or not. If it's not your body, don't care if there's a surgery hat I or not. That. If you, if it's not your son or daughter, just keep walking and wave and, and say if hi. it is your son and daughter, just love them. Just love them. There you go. And also, vaccinations are out there, so go ahead and get your vaccinations. Oh, yes, 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 and, yes, yes. And uh, subscribe and rate and review this podcast on all of your favorite podcasting apps so that people can find us because this is not for nothing. Nothing.